Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play every single day with your kids. The podcast that helps you anchor your days in self-care so you can be the best version of yourself and have more joy every single day. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am the founder and developer of Play for Life Moms. I am so glad you're here. Let's talk about hellos and goodbyes. They seem so simple, right? But since We never know when our last hello and goodbye will be. It's a really important ritual for us to focus on. Time is a non-renewable resource, right? We can never have more time. Again, we can always try to earn more money or try to get in better health, but we can't ever get back time that we've lost. And I'm a huge believer of keeping things simple and not overcomplicating parenting and life. So let's maximize all the hellos and goodbyes that happen every single day by using them well, using them to deepen our connection, deepen our relationships, and deepen that safety net of trust that we want our families to have. So let's talk about hellos. How can you make a hello meaningful? Well, I know how to make it not meaningful, right? looking at your phone instead of looking at the person as they enter the room. That's not a meaningful hello. So to make hello meaningful, we need to have some eye contact. We need to turn our bodies towards the person. And if you can, you can smile. I mean, I'm always trying to remember, and I'm not an expert or perfect at any of this, that I want to treat people how I want to be treated, right? So when I enter a room, what makes me feel seen, secure, safe? I'm constantly rehearsing that in my head of what sort of hello this person wants in my family because we have three kids and then two adults in this house so that means there's five different people who like things five different ways so when you're thinking about how to say hello to a person really think about that person and what might work best for them my one child really 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 um likes a back rub as part of the hello Um, another one is super excited that if you see them walk into a room 
you automatically make a cup of tea. And that is like the ultimate hello for them. I know that you probably have a million things on your to-do list. Or sometimes it feels that way. And you have the weight of the world on you. And you're like, Christy, why are you spending a whole episode to talk about hellos and goodbyes? And that's because this little stuff is simple, right? So we have lots of ways to do it, like I said earlier. But it's also the glue. And besides being glue, it I think it could be the thermometer of your relationship. Does that make sense? Not sure. What I mean is that how you say hello and goodbye shows where your priorities are. It shows if that person is actually meaningful to you. Are you willing to pause? Are you willing to put down your priorities for 20 seconds and make a meaningful hello and a meaningful goodbye? You don't know what's going to happen between your next hello and goodbye with that person. So it It's the only moment you have. I think hellos can be used anytime someone enters the room. Anytime someone wakes up in the morning. When you pick them back up from an activity or when your spouse gets home from work. But also, not all those hellos carry the same weight, right? My kids coming and going out of the room all day long. A smile and a wink to acknowledge that they're there, right? If I'm busy doing something with my hands. Those good morning hellos are really important to them. Or the hello when I pick them up from a sports team practice. Now let's talk about goodbyes. How do you make a goodbye feel important when you're, if you're anything like me, you're running late already and you want to drop the person off? Well, you plan a little bit ahead of time. My one child and I have a secret handshake that we do every time I drop her off. Another child and I um, do the Daniel Tiger hug a mugga nose thing these things take like 15 seconds if that so they're not going to make a person any later and they're going to leave you feeling connected and safe I think it would be a horrible regret in life if something happened after I dropped my kid off somewhere and I got into a car accident or something like that And the last words that I said to them weren't, I love you, or weren't weren't something that made them feel my love. So that's why I'm a huge fan of hellos and goodbyes. When you add in the fact that we're a military family, my husband's in the military, and we've done some pretty major hellos and goodbyes, right? We've done the deployment hello and the deployment goodbye and I'm sure you've seen those on TV if you haven't experienced those yourself 
they are full of emotion and just talking about them is making me tear up a little bit because the fragility of the moment is palpable, right? You can feel the urgency and the vulnerability and the need to express love. I think the reason why hellos and goodbyes are so often overlooked is because we live in this world that feels safe and we have an assumption that nothing is going to happen to us. I don't want to live like the other shoe's going to drop, but I want to live in the present moment. You think you need to work on your hellos and goodbyes. There is a great book I read when my kids were little, and you might have to tweak it if you have tweens, and it's uh, by Dr. Becky Bailey, and it's called The I Love You Rituals. So the next time you drop someone off or pick someone up or wait at the door for your spouse to come home from work, don't forget that that hello and goodbye is really worth its waiting gold. Maya Angelou said, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I think that's exactly why hellos and goodbyes are important. Today's self-care activity is to take the time and look through a magazine just for fun. I don't know what sort of magazines you enjoy. I really enjoy cooking magazines, gardening magazines, and running magazines. But rarely do I give myself permission to just really kick back and put my feet up and do it. I got to do that today or yesterday at the dentist and it was enjoyable. The play idea for today's episode is to tell a story together. But the catch is you can only add the number of words from the dice that you roll to go with it. So I kind of call this game Roll a Story where you roll a dice and whatever number pulls up on that dice is the number of words you can say. It's really fun around a dining room table um, or waiting in a lobby. So enjoy and figure out what stories you can build together as a family. If you've enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to go share it with four friends. And tag me on Instagram. Also, it would be amazing if you left a five-star rating and review wherever you listen. And third, if you're a true diehard, it would be fantastic if you joined our new Patreon community. You can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Christy Thomas. And you'll find multiple levels um, for you to participate in helping support this podcast. And there's rewards like PDFs or self-care and texting and even phone calls with me. So go check it out. Patreon.com backslash Christy Thomas. I hope you have an amazing day. You are a rock star. Go make that hello and goodbye today meaningful. Thanks for being here. You matter. Bye. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.